It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Yesley Vega joining me, a Republican running for U.S. Congress in Virginia's newly drawn 7th District, military wife, mother, law enforcement officer, uh, served as a street cop in the city of Alexandria, Virginia, continued her career in Manassas with the Park Police Department, certified hostage negotiator, and uh, also with the William Prince William County, Virginia Sheriff's Office as a deputy in crisis in- intervention team. So a lot of background in law enforcement, but also uh, she has been on the Prince William County Board of Supervisors and she joins me now. Uh, that's quite a resume, especially in the law enforcement arena, but also entering the political, having been elected to office. Yesley, nice to have you here. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, let's uh, dive right in, as they say, you know, in uh, your case, diving into this new world of politics. What drove you to do this? Look, it's simple. I love my country and I'm scared to death that my kids and their classmates, frankly, aren't going to have the same opportunities that even my generation had at the rate things are going. What are you know, I talked about your background, military wife, mother, law enforcement officer. uh, But was there something else that drove you? Was was it the environment in Virginia as a mother? You saw the issues around the last election cycle uh, around parents, parental involvement, and education, you know, what were those other things? What was it that said, I need to go to that next step? Yeah, you know, it was a combination of things, but what really put things in perspective for me were the Judge Kavanaugh hearings and, oh, the irony was right of what we're going through right now uh, with the current hearings. As a member of law enforcement, I believe in the rule of law and I believe in due process. Uh, But also it frightened me, you know, as a mother of a little boy to think that my son can go off to college and decades later a woman can make up a story and ruin his future forever. So I decided to lobby on behalf of Judge Kavanaugh and I joined the Concerned Women of America and we went down to D.C. to lobby. And, and look, what, what I witnessed that day was, was really something that I will never forget. And so I've never been somebody that's going to sit on the sidelines. I believe it's that nature in me that when there is a problem, I am drawn to it and I am more of a solutions-minded uh, person. And so I decided to run in 2019. Uh, we won and we've been serving uh, for the past two years, making a difference. And when you look at the current climate of our country on the national stage, uh, it's something that I can no longer sit on the sidelines and and decided that I was going to do something about it. And we're really in the position to actually uh, flipping this congressional seat uh, once and for all and setting the stage uh, for 2024 and being that checks and balances that this president and this administration uh, very much so need. Let's talk about the, I guess, the practicalities, the reality of running for office. You know, Mm -hmm. you've been boots on the ground in a sense in your communities and law enforcement, but it's shoe leather. It's the the basics of running a campaign. Uh, And that, you know, is your path to victory. Uh, What is your path to victory in the primary? 
We've been working very hard going up and down the 7th District and just talking to voters about the issues that are important to them and how we can better represent their interests. And I'll tell you, I am somebody that will engage in conversations with with everyone, regardless of their political affiliation. And we're finding much success um, in that right now. Uh, Folks are going to uh, pump gas. Folks are going to the grocery store, and and it's impacting them uh, evenly across the board. And so these are issues that folks are very passionate about they want solutions they want change and that's exactly what we're doing we're engaging voters and talking to them about the issues that matter to them and what that change looks like and so that's the strategy for us in this primary now this is a newly drawn district a redrawn district uh does that present any additional either challenges or opportunities for you I think uh, opportunities for sure. I currently uh, live and uh, serve on the Board of County Supervisors in Prince William County, which makes up 36% of the electorate of the 7th Congressional District. And so whether it's been holding the line on taxes, whether it's pushing back against the uh, radical left uh, ideologies on viewing everything through a lens of race, uh, we have a proven record of standing strong and fighting for our conservative values. And I think that that's going to be uh, one of the advantages that we have in this primary is, is that we have a proven record that folks can rely on. Let's get a little bit more into the issues. And uh, certainly in Virginia, there's a new energy, new invigorated, uh, I would say, Republican base and especially an independent base on key issues like we talked about with parental involvement in education. However, it's not as if the Democrats and the leftists walked away and said Virginia's lost because they are going to double down and have done so mm-hmm. in their efforts both in the in the legal forums in law in law enfo- in uh the judicial system with lawsuits as well so when you look at issues that you can use to drive your campaign and obviously they have to be real to resonate with voters what else is on your list well, when we talk to voters and, and, and engage and talk to them, the crisis at the border is something that folks are very, very much concerned about. And they want uh, somebody that's going to come and champion, you know, this issue and stop the lip service and actually uh, produce uh, uh, solutions. And, you know, there there seems to be this this. Uh, understanding, I guess, that the left wants to push that, you know, everybody is okay, especially folks in the Hispanic community, that they're okay with the crisis at the border. And I can tell you, you know, that that is not the case. Uh, it's not, you know, just the drugs that are coming in. It's not just about the cartels having their way. It's not about, you know, the women and children, just about the women and children, you know, that are that are being victims to this chaos at the border. But it has a lot to do also with power. We all know and have read about New York City allowing 800,000 illegals to partake in the voting process. This is frightening to people because they understand that there's a reason why the Democrats don't want to secure our borders. It's about, you know, power. It's about control. It's about the numbers. And so this is another issue that folks are really passionate about. And it's an issue that I personally am passionate about. And so uh, when we're talking to people as we go up and down the seventh, we get deeper into the weeds of why this is important to them. And I think that not, not only is this a winning issue for the primary, but this is a winning issue uh, for the general border security should be should not be a partisan issue. It should be an issue that, you know, everybody should should, should try to work towards finding a solution to. And that's exactly what we plan to do here. Let's talk about uh, Abigail Spanberger for a moment. And, uh, you know, you're up against 
uh, her decisions, uh, a voting base that's there, even with the redrawn districts, the issues remain. Someone, her, uh, who has voted to end the border wall emergency declaration, someone Mm -hmm. who has supported left-wing efforts to federalize elections. She voted for House Bill 4 to mandate federal approval before states can change voting practices. She uh, she voted for the impeachment of President Trump for abuse of power. Mm -hmm. But she also uh, voted against Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House, and that was led by the even further left progressives uh, AOC, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and others in the House. So you're up against some people who supported that type of candidate. How do you counter her? Well, we highlight her voting record. The facts are what they are, right? And she is somebody that tries to portray herself as a moderate, and she will do just enough to try to convince people that that's who she really is. But in reality, all we have to do is talk about her voting record, and her voting record states that she is anything but a moderate that she votes with the president and with Nancy Pelosi literally 100% of the time. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the votes that she has um, supported. And, you know, voters are not buying it anymore. I know that, you know, she invited uh, Joe Biden to come to Culpeper, uh, you know, to talk about uh, prescription and alleviating the cost of, of prescriptions for folks in the 7th District. But the reality is, is that everything she and Joe Biden have touched uh, in this short period of time has gone south and folks are not buying it anymore and they're done and they're ready for new change. My guest, Yelsey Vega, running in Virginia's 7th District uh, in the Republican primary. Uh, Between now and the primary, we talked about the path to victory, but between now and the primary, uh, your messaging has been consistent, looking into your campaign, but you need to get the support of some other organizations. Every candidate does. You want to bring your coalitions together. So mm-hmm. what else is your what else are your paths or parts of your path over the next uh, couple of months till we get to the primary? So one of the uh, beautiful things about engaging with voters is that you're able to identify, you know, uh, folks and what their experience has been and whatnot. And so uh, the 7th Congressional District is a district also that is made up by a lot of veterans. And so uh, we just had a veteran uh forum last weekend where we talked to veterans and, you know, talked about the issues that were important to them, what they want to see improved with the VA system and whatnot. And so we're really going to be relying heavily on the veteran community uh, to help us get across the finish line. And so we're really excited about the work and the progress that we've made in that area. And so that's why for me personally, it's extremely important to ensure that I invest my time getting to know the voters, uh, because that's where where we're able to identify additional support that's, again, going to help us as we continue to navigate uh, through this process and all the way through the primary. Along the way, you've also received uh, some key endorsements, an endorsement from Ted Cruz as well for your campaign, Uh, the battle for the primary. It's a crowded field uh, for the Republicans, that is. Uh, Good luck to you on the campaign trail. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, her website for everyone, Yelsey Vega, Y-E-S-L-I, Vega, V-E-G-A, dot com. You can find out more information there and follow her campaign. Yelsey Vega, running in Virginia's 7th District. 
You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.